Blog Talk Radio. First of all, I want to thank everybody at the River City Believers Academy. I was honored to be a part of your Veterans Day program. The following was recorded at 8 a.m. on the 7th of November in the year of our Lord, 2018. On behalf of myself and Kiki Culpepper and everyone here at the ChristCast 2020 podcast, thank you. God bless you, and happy Veterans Day. First of all, thank you so much. I've never been asked to do anything like this. Um, I was surprised when Kathleen asked, because I'm usually the person at church who says things before he thinks, uh, which is a particular problem of mine. A great example was back in 2003, I was on a flight from Austin to San Jose. It's a true story. And if you're familiar with Southwest Airlines in the three and three seating, I sat on the aisle, and there was a lady sitting on the window, and she sneezed. I looked over and said, God bless you. She said, I'm an atheist. I said, well, go to hell. <laughs> and I meant that literally, biblically, because, you know, you, you don't believe in the penthouse, you can't believe in the basement. And so that was just an example. And I didn't even go to church at the time. I needed to, as you can tell. Uh, when I was asked to come today, I really don't talk about being a veteran very much. And um, it seems like a long time ago, and veterans can get very romantic, because when we look back at our time in the military, we were young. Um, I graduated from Justin High School in 1985. Uh, I joined the Army at a time when nobody walked up to you and said, thank you for your service. It was a completely different Cold War military and um, was stationed at 4th Battalion, 21st Infantry in the 7th Infantry Division. And it's a good thing I was in the infantry because the walk in here today from the parking lot was like three clicks. So that really helped being prepared for that today. And I ended up, I went to the U.S. Army Airborne Infantry and Ranger School at Fort Benning, Georgia. And if you've ever seen a movie called Clear and Present Danger, um, it opens at Fort Hunter Liggett. That's me crawling around in the, in the grass at Fort Hunter Liggett in the ghillie suit and stuff like that. I was very good at two things that they like you to be good at in the military. I was very good at shooting and I was very good at navigation. We didn't have GPS in the 80s, not even in Desert Storm. We had to use the lensatic compass and um, there was no GPS to speak of. And I, was, I had a particular um, talent for that and always enjoyed navigation and enjoyed maps. And so what I want to talk to you about today is not my life in the military so much, um, but what y'all are doing right now as literally Christian soldiers. Now what I'd like y'all to do is when you have a moment, not right now necessarily, but if you're on that thing that is so popular, Instagram, we have an Instagram account, ChristCast2020. If you'll follow us today, uh, ChristCast2020, um, and I see it today, I will contact Mr. Candido. Because sometimes you post your, your name, but it doesn't have your real name in it. Okay? So I will, um, I will find Mr. Candido, and I'm going to give him a Chick-fil-A gift card. So if you follow us today, you're $10 to the good at Chick-fil-A, because that's where we do the show from. Uh, do you all like Chick-fil-A? Yeah, I do too, man. Spicy chicken sandwich, so good. Um, we do the show from Chick-fil-A at West Point Village. 
up in, up in New Braunfels every Thursday morning from 7.30 to 8 if you're nearby. Uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, my co-host, Kiki Culpepper, is a junior at the New Braunfels Christian Academy, and every week we do a show about the Bible. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a priest. I'm a historian. And what I found out is that the Bible is probably, not probably, it is the most historically accurate book ever. In 1986, when I joined the Army, I weighed 119 pounds. After eight weeks of basic training, I was up to a whopping 141 pounds. I gained 22 pounds in basic training. After my time at the Airborne Infantry and Ranger School, I went home on Christmas leave in December of 1986, and people were walking up to my parents going, who's that? I was so transformed. I was a bit of a knucklehead in high school. I rode a red motorcycle. I had terrible grades. Um, I even got a C in public speaking. I found my judgment high school transcripts the other day and somehow managed to get an F in tennis. I don't even know how you do that. They're all very good tennis players. They play right here at Vitama, and I was a club champion at Woodlake Country Club down in Woodlake, which isn't there anymore, but that's where I grew up. My whole life was right around here. I grew up at a midpoint between Fort Sam Houston and Randolph Air Force Station, a military family. I didn't even know what Hispanic meant. At the bus stop, it was like the Star Wars bar scene. There were so many, many military families. Everybody was half of something or half of the other. Never even knew that, but it was on my dog tag. And the other thing they put on your dog tags in those days, and I don't know if they still do, they put your name, your social security number, your blood type, and your religion. Well, in those days, I was Catholic. I grew up right down the street at St. Monica's Catholic Church. I'm not Catholic anymore. Um, my mom called me back like 1998. Jason, what did you give up for Lent? I said, Catholicism. Now you don't have to ask every year. So, uh, but I want to talk to you about a more important transformation that occurred to me when I enrolled my son in kindergarten at Cross Lutheran Church and School. The unintended consequence, at the time, I was a garden variety CEO Christian. Christmas, Easter, and other. I had not been in the church. I had not been a member of a church in a long time. Um, I married the prettiest Mexican girl at UTSA, assuming she was Catholic when I met her, false advertising, she was Baptist, so I didn't know that. Uh, we were married for 23 years, we have one little tax deduction, my son Evan, who is a senior this year, up at the academic high school in New Braunfels. But he would come home at night with these Bible passages to memorize. And who do you suppose sat there memorizing them? And there was one that just got to me. It was Ephesians 2.22. And you, too, are being built together into a dwelling place in which God lives by the Spirit. Veterans appreciate that you take time to remember us on this day. I don't celebrate my birthday. You're not going to see me at Olive Garden getting sung to. It's no big deal to me. It's also my anniversary, so it kind of got X'd out of the equation. But I love Veterans Day. But I think every veteran in the room would agree the best way to honor veterans is to emulate them. And as Christian soldiers, you can emulate veterans by being a leader. Invite that person at soccer practice or on your club volleyball team to church, to youth group. There are a lot of young people out there that don't ever get to go to church, that don't hear about God's great and grandiose plan for them, and they need to. I love the fact that we played the national anthem in here. Nobody took a knee. I love that. I love Christians. You're part of my family, part of that Christian family adopted into the family of God. You should know there are only two countries in the history of the world. Think about that. There are only two countries in the history of the world 
who began their nationality based upon a covenant with the Almighty. Israel was the first, and the United States is the other. Don't get hung up on political things and stuff like that. I can assure you, God is in charge. Ask any veteran, and he will remember a great leader from his time in the military. My first company commander, Stephen Townsend, we called him Alpha Six. He's still in the Army. You can look it up. Lieutenant General Stephen Townsend is in charge of all the, what they call TRADOC, all the training doctrine for the American military. He's still in. He was my company commander, and he was a great leader. As Christian soldiers, you can be a great leader. Show your light to everyone that you meet. Don't ever be embarrassed to say Merry Christmas or God bless you when someone sneezes. If they say they're an atheist, don't say what I said. <laughs> say a prayer for them. When I got to San Jose, I thought, I wonder if she does this on purpose. Because I spent that whole flight hoping the wing would fall off the plane. I wanted to see what an atheist did when the airplane started spinning out of control. But I was going to say, it's not too late. You know, if you want to come to Christ, you can do it right now. I also want to remind you that if your life trajectory, as mine did, takes you far away from the church at some point. That Jesus is not simply patiently waiting for you to come back. He will run to you and embrace you and welcome you back into the church. It was an absolute honor to get asked to be here. I brought something. I'm going to share it with the band. There's not time for everyone to see it. And you can just pass it. This is my grandfather's Bible from World War II. Um, so this was in the Pacific during World War II. Isn't that amazing? You know, they never go after God in Christ in the military. And you know why? Because God is always on the battlefield. God is always there when you're scared. When the war started in 1991, I was on top of a roof in Saudi Arabia keeping an eye on my little sector. And the second night when the Scud missiles started coming in, to, to Riyadh, I was thinking, this isn't such a great place to be, because even when the Patriot missiles work and hit the Scud missiles, they break up into lots and lots of other little bitty missiles with big chunks of metal that will ruin your entire evening. Now, sometimes you're lucky. Who has the Bible right now? Wow, you just got it. You just won $10 at Chick-fil-A. Give, us, give him a round of applause. Trump is great. All right. And you keep passing that around. Last thing I'll tell you, in 1986, on March 4th, I know because I joined the Army on March 5th, 1986, I went down to the Alamo, was feeling sentimental, wanted to see some of my hometown sites, and the Alamo was free, so you could just go down there. Growing up in St. Monica's, we had what would you would consider kind of like a hippie priest that would come in every now and then. He had a guitar. Uh, he was really cool. He taught at Central Catholic High School. So I'm down at the Alamo the day before I joined the Army, the day before the most significant chronological waypoint in my life, and he's there. And he walks up to me and he called me by my brother's name, which is weird. My, my family adopted three little brown babies when they were over at our Air Force Base back in the 1960s, $100 in a handshake, instant family. So I don't even look alike. But he called me by my brother's name. Hey, Chris, what are you doing at the Alamo? I said, I'm Jason. I'm Jason. I'm so sorry. I said, well, I'm joining the Army tomorrow. And I wanted to come down and see the Alamo. Well, I got to do it. Better than hit free. So, oh no, Ronald Reagan got another one. You should. And then he caught himself. And he dropped the old Latin blessing on me. When you win a Chick fil A gift card, did you take it from the drummer's hand right at the perfect moment? That's luck. When you run into a priest that you respected and admired, 
the day before you join the army and get a blessing in that church part of the Alamo, that's God. And I didn't realize it at the time. I just thought I was lucky. But in reality, I never got a scratch in the whole time I was in. Did a lot of great things, a lot of exciting things, a lot of things the government will deny, but I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed my time in the military. And on behalf of the veterans here, we want to thank you for doing this. I want to salute all of you veterans, and most of all, young people, I want to encourage you to be Christian soldiers. And we return this country to its rightful place, where God is at the center of everything in public life. You too will be veterans. So I want to close out with one of my favorite Bible passages. Where's my math teacher in here? I know this passage is a math teacher. This one's really easy to remember. What is six times four? Wow, good. I'm sorry about gift card. That was fast. Um, Numbers 6, 24. Great Bible verse to memorize. May the Lord bless and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you. May he look upon you with favor and give you peace. God bless you. It is a wonderful country and it's worth fighting for. And thank you so very kindly for having me today. Thank you.